Hello, and welcome to episode 14 of the Zenial Mom podcast. I'm your host, Carrie. I'm Amy. And music is by Scott Holmes. ScottHolmesMusic.com. We love him. We do. (laughs) We're his fangirls. platonic way, right? You know, we, we need to start talking about him more. Oh. And like mentioning him in social media because then maybe he would notice. Yeah. I don't know what we would do with yeah, that information. We totally mentioned that in uh, in our um, our uh, one of our online presences, which are, which is yes, Facebook and Instagram at Zenial Mom Podcast and Twitter at Zenial Mom Pod. Also, yes, you can kick it old school and email us at Zenial Mom Podcast at gmail.com. You mentioned our local chamber of commerce actually is following one of our sites now. Yes, they're following our Instagram. Well, that's kind of cool. We must have posted excited. a bunch of local pictures. <laughs> hey, cool. you know the the other night when we went to airline? Yes. Um, a nice little British pub. With, a cool with, little British style pub, which however, was surprisingly empty. Yes, because everybody was across the street at Finn's, which was too crowded, yeah. and I don't like crowded. I'd rather hear who I'm with talking. Right. And um, But the airline, the brewing company, the brewery itself is in um, Amherst, which is On out the by airline. the... Which is this highway that goes through the middle of nowhere. Yes. I remember doing a cross-country course out there back in the day. Yes, at Airline Elementary. Yes. Um, so anyway, when I was waiting for you, for you to arrive, I took a selfie... Of myself at the yes. bar. Yes. That makes me sound like a loser. I shared it to my my personal Instagram story, mm-hmm. not the Zenial Mom podcast. So I've just finally figured out how you can link to another story. Oh. So I could, in theory, put things on both our okay. Zenial Mom podcast and my personal hey, Instagram. We love to give shout out to our local hangouts. Oh, so, so this gets this gets better. Okay. Now bear with me, I'm a Zenial, I'm not a digital native. Okay. I also took the picture of I was drinking the Cartel Stout Nitro. Okay. And I had tagged airline brewing oh, and then yeah. I get the notice the next day that they saw it and they added it to their story. Oh, and I, I put that I was waiting for you oh, <laughs> with your name. I'm, I'm perpetually late, and you know what? It's kind of funny that I say that because I hate being late. I'm one of those people that likes to be five minutes early, except since I've had kids. Kids just... I am just... I didn't even have them that night, and I was still late. But, and this is going to get into our topic later, yeah. you were doing your makeup. I was doing my makeup, which Not that is... we're going to talk about makeup, oh. but later on we're going to be discussing skincare. We're going to have fun with that because uh, we're going to flashback a little bit to yes. our prior years but now when you talk about being late though yeah i feel like almost everybody's late in this day and age <sighs> however like my irish grand well both my grandfathers are irish but my <laughs> father's father um my grandpa sullivan used to always say if you're not 15 minutes early you're late which is a military thing by the way is it's it first campaigns interesting yeah. so because my grandfather's and my father. Our veterans. There you go. Must maybe it's um, a little, I don't know. So my dad kind of changed it to five minutes. He understands how the world works. Yeah. I personally am fine as long as I have something to do while I'm waiting. My pet peeve is when people don't text you. Like in this day and age, you have multiple modalities right. to let someone know that hey, I'm running five or ten late. Yeah. That's my pet. Peeve. Like, if I'm just sitting there without a clue. Right. Like, I knew you were coming. You know I'm always I right. just 
I looked over the menu. I ordered yep. my cartel stout, nitro. I chatted with the with the bartender. Yep. Looked around to see who was there, you know. Mm-hmm. Just like, where is it? Oh, right. Oh, and they were showing Jurassic Park at the Grand, which was awesome, too. That's so cool. They, they were? They original Jurassic Park on the big screen. Throwback. Oh, god. They do throwback movies We gotta do the one of those someday. I want to. Here's the thing. The Grand. Hey, I'll give them a plug, too. They have great choices in mm-hmm. theater and live stuff and whatnot. And um, I want to go to half of what they have there. I just don't have the energy, and that's something we'll figure out one of these. Which, speaking of which, they're gonna they're gonna have the Downton Abbey movie, which I just started watching. Downton. I'm in season two. I discovered it was on Amazon Prime. Yes. So I have that on for background noise, and I I I found myself already very emotionally invested in these characters. I I kind of got upset with Mr. Bates there for a while, but he redeemed himself. See, I'm sure I would. You would love it. I know I would, but I just. I don't know why. I'm very anti-screen time If right you now. guys think Amy needs to watch Downton Abbey. Oh, boy. Let us know <laughs> on Facebook and Instagram. You heard Fine. it. Zenial Mom Podcast. Or tweet us at Zenial Mom Pod. <laughs> or email us and shame Amy into watching Downton Abbey. Okay, ten. If we get ten people telling me to watch it, I will watch it. How's that? I'll put it out there as a challenge. Oh, I'm, I'm going to post that on social media. You don't count, though. I don't count, but <laughs> I can do it. I can post on Insta okay. and Facebook. All right. Should I'm going to do this. Okay, fine. Fine, fine, fine. Because <laughs> you're going to love it. You're not going to uh, be sorry. Well, um, gosh. So, it's been kind of a busy week. We've You and I have been having a lot of busy. Been, yeah, we've had a lot of personal stuff going on back I and had forth. to go back and forth to New York. Good times. With my daughter. Yes. I don't who, know how you do that. Who she told me today, out yeah. of the blue, I want pierced ears. So, what, was she looking at something at the time? Or was something else going on? I think one of her classmates got pierced ears. Oh, yeah. So, the friend got pierced ears. She saw it? Or she saw I the think, results of it? Oh, the results. She didn't, okay. she didn't go... So I'm just like, uh-huh, because I, I didn't get pierced ears till college, because... Mm, really? My, it was that late? Yeah, because my mother told me 12, and then when I became 12, she says, well, you have to pay for it. <laughs> so I just never got around to it. I might pay so for it. So fun money. fact, I had my eyebrow pierced before my ears. Oh, that's kind of funny. I remember you having an eyebrow piercing. What the heck was that about? You didn't see me, though. I only had it briefly. I swear I remember it. Why do I remember it? I don't It looked... Actually, I have to say, it looked good on me. And I had it before it was... <laughs> Everyone did it? Yeah. yeah. Like, no, the way my hair was down, mm-hmm. it actually didn't... It looked pretty good. Interesting. But it just... Yeah. I couldn't... I couldn't bear showing my parents. Oh. And... short I, I was I wussed out. But... So, yeah, my daughter told me she wants a pair of stairs. Okay. And... Brian and I, our rule was always, we had decided, I had read a horror story about somebody's mother-in-law taking their daughter to get pierced ears without their permission, Ooh. and I got worried about that, and Brian's like, no, he claimed his mother would okay. never do that. Okay. I wasn't so sure, but we said, so what do we think about this anyway? And we both kind of, we didn't have an actual age number, but we okay. both felt like the bare minimum is that our kid had to be old enough to ask Mm-hmm. ask for them 
Because right. I know some people do it when their kids are babies. Yeah. I personally am not a fan of that. Worry about it from a safety perspective. I mean, babies grab stuff all the time. I, I know they're tiny, but I worry about them ripping their earlobes or getting caught in stuff. My, oh, my, one of my reasons for not liking it's self-serving. I'm thinking that's a fun activity that is like a rite of passage. Uh, yeah. So if you have it done when you're a baby, you don't get to... Right. She won't remember that. I mean, it's cute, but... I, you know, I'm the same way. I have told my girls, because they have asked before, although Joy is like, ooh, pain. They've asked before, and so I got mine done when I was 10. And you know, come to think of it, I think I did pay for it myself. Up at Bangor Mall... <laughs> I was wearing a, a little sailor dress, and I remember to this day, my dad looked at it, and it had red trim around the collar, and he's like, well, at least it's red, it'll blend in with the blood. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Oh my gosh. I feel like we're not done with this, but I feel like this would be a good transition to another chit chat Yes, topic. go for it. So my daughter started basketball because it's it's Maine and yeah. basketball is a it's big winter, winter thing. Yeah, and my daughter's doing a little pre-KK basketball at our Cute. school. You know, just more of like a clinic. Yeah, no real games, and she's had three practices. First one was uneventful. The mm-hmm. second one, she was throwing baskets and went off bounds, fell, bumped her chin. Oh, swole. Swelled up. Okay. But the swelling went away by the morning. Black and blue. But she, oh, it's still Aww, healing. It but okay. it was bright blue. And then today, she did, now admittingly, she didn't have the best sneakers. She left her gym sneakers at, in her classroom on Friday. Oh. And she wore some not as good. And she fell and hit her nose oh. and had a bloody nose. And she's freaking oh. out because I'm, really? I'm getting a paper towel to yeah. hold her nose. And then I'd kind of pull it out to see and she'd, she'd start freaking out every time she saw blood. So it, has she had a lot of nosebleeds? She's had a few, but not a lot. Sometimes mm-hmm. when it's very dry in the winter, yeah. she'll get them. So I have to put a, a humidifier in her room. But yeah. she doesn't get them excited. Excessively. She's had a couple. Do. See, they're used to it. I mean, there was actually one I freaked out about because I went into my youngest in the morning and she kind of had like a little crusted blood around her nose. And when I pulled back the sheets, her bed was sopping pile of blood. And I took a picture of it because I took her to the doctor. I was so concerned. And it sounds like, like a crime scene. It, it looked like a crime scene. I'm going, look how much she bled. And the doctor's like, eh. You know, no worries as long as it stops. I feel like my daughter's only had two real, like, night nosebleeds. Sometimes I'll catch a little dry, crusty, but only twice. And the first time really freaked me out. She was about two. Oh, gosh. And, you know, widow with PTSD, I scooped her up and put her in my bed because I wanted to keep an eye on her. Yeah. Yeah. The second time, it's like, eh. Yeah. It stops. But it's getting to be that season where I need to put I need to put the eucerin with colloidal oatmeal. Ooh. I, you know, hey, I will. Fancy. I will. Well, okay. I'm, I'm drawing a blank. Hmm. Pitch a YouTuber. There's this YouTuber okay. named Dr. Dre. She's a dermatologist. Yeah. She's young, younger. And she has a YouTube channel. And in the YouTube channel, she brings, like, she films, she goes into, like, she'll go into, like, a Walgreens. And she'll go through, like, common skincare lines and talk about which ones are oh, a bunch of BS and which ones. I like that. Like, she'll read the ingredients and say, oh, no, 
this in a moisturizer is really just like a perfume. You don't need that. Or she'll tell you what there's no scientific like basis that helps your skin. Oh, you have to hook me up with this one because that yeah. sounds interesting to me. It's, it's, you know, she'll go in and, you know, just different stores and she tests different things. And nice. It's, it's very interesting. Um, yeah. But I do remember, I don't have eczema, but my daughter does. Brian, yes. my late husband, had it too. And my daughter's really only flares up in the winter. So right. her hands are starting to get dry. And I remember Dr. Dre saying that it's colloidal oatmeal Yes, is what's good for it. So I buy the Eucerin eczema relief with colloidal oatmeal. Nice. And it's I, I'm, I'm content with it on her because... I think there's a baby Avena that has the oatmeal in it too that I think okay. I used on my youngest. Because she had really bad eczema. I think that was more of an allergic reaction when she was a baby and... Very few things took care of it. So that was... That's interesting, though. I want you to share that with me sometime. Yeah. So, basketball season's wintertime. Yeah, well, we're getting there. We're getting there. So, we technically, are we're there. in fall. I admit it to you, I had the... Oh, I was taking my oldest from the cheering practice, and I um, uh, it had been a rough morning. Things were not going well. And so... I took her typical to, Saturday. Uh, typical Saturday. <laughs> took took her to Dunkin' Donuts before grabbing some groceries, and I did get the peppermint mocha, whatever it is, at Dunkin' Donuts, and I felt a little guilty. I'm going, oh no, this is a Christmas thing. Okay, so you know we were talking. Um, I know I discussed it in social media. Yeah, we may have discussed it last episode. I'm having mm-hmm. a senior moment here. Mm-hmm. Um. Like, when is it? It's like, we're in that, it's mid, uh, mid-November. mid It's mid-November. The Where trees are be? bare. Yes. There's still some very dry brown leaves, though, that might still be attached. Patches of snow here and there. Ice, too. Ice. Yes. You know, it got down to the teens this week. It was so we're kind normal. of, yeah. we're kind of in that limbo. We're, we're in the fall-winter limbo. And I, I just had to laugh because so I was scrolling on my Facebook and a friend of mine had posted a picture of pumpkin chocolate chip cookies. Which sounds delicious, by the way. I know, they do. And she had said on the caption that she wasn't ready to give up on fall yet. And I said, I commented that I appreciated that because I feel like everybody's so, they always are looking for the next exciting thing. Right. So once Halloween's over, boom, Christmas. So we've done fall, Christmas. It's like, well, we'll squeeze Thanksgiving in there. <laughs> what did I see? I saw that someone putting like a little calendar online. It's like, okay, here, here, visualize, there's Halloween. And then it's like, Christmas. And, and then, then December 26th, Valentine's Day candy. Yeah. I know. I know what you're thinking of because I posted something about that mm-hmm. saying, this is how I see it. Yes. November 1st to the 27th, Christmas. 28th. November 28th, Thanksgiving. <laughs> November 29th to December 25th, Christmas. See, no one's not... And I think that's what it says. The, the punchline of it was, nobody's saying we don't celebrate Thanksgiving. But I'm not heavy on the Christmas stuff right now. The not tree yet. I put up in, in early December. I've started my shopping. I... I, for some reason, I don't know why, I used to love peppermint mocha when I was younger. I'm yeah. not into it now. Yeah. But I'm tired. I have had pumpkin fatigue for You're a while. pumpkin fatigue out. So, 
So, I'm on to the myth. But I'll listen to the occasional. Some some days I feel like listening to a little Christmas music. I'm not there yet. I just can't do it. I like Christmas music anyway. So. Well, I have to say, see, this is the perfect segue, though, because, um, so I'm in a group called the Bagaduce Corral. Yes. And. I still have a. You have to come to our next performance. So we do a fall performance and we do a spring performance. And um, usually we do masterworks, pieces by Mozart, Bach, maybe some other kinds of things. And for whatever reason, we had trouble booking our location that we normally go to. So our concerts are the 20th and 21st and 22nd of December this year. So right up against Christmas, and our amazing director, Bronwyn, decided to do an all-Christmas program this year, which is highly unusual. Oh, my gosh. I think it's, you've got measles. It's going to be amazing. It's tons and tons and tons of Christmas music and um, some arrangements she actually has done herself. So, um, Bagaduce Corral, you can look us up on Facebook. It's, gosh, 50 or 60 um, members of the group. We'll have a small orchestra with us. And uh, it's going to be so cool because... I haven't gotten to really sing amazing four-part Christmas music since I left Arizona with my choir back home at our church. So I'm so looking forward to this. I think you've got me sold. I'll have to see if I can get someone to go with me. But I'll tell you why. It's Hmm. because, you know, Hallmark Christmas music, the concert always actually happens right around Christmas time. It's perfect. Where normally now it happens closer to Thanksgiving. Are you going to find Hallmark Man? You know... We have to talk about that, actually, remember? We can talk about it a little bit. Okay. Just, the joke is, because I'm a widow, and Hallmark makes it seem like there's an abundance of very handsome, emotionally healthy, emotionally available, hunky men just wandering around small town America. And last year, when I'd come up and visit around Christmas time, I I was looking for my hometown Hallmark hottie. Yeah. But... Alas, I didn't find him. Or he didn't find me. Yes. They're always blue collar, though, Carrie. Keep that in mind. But they're usually pretty hot. Yeah, well, we'll go with that. And emotionally available. So, did you sign up for the Hallmark? I did. Did So, Amy made me sign up. I think everybody's seen that thing on Facebook that they'll pay somebody $1,000 to binge watch. I think it's 28 Hallmark shows in two weeks or something I can like see that. that now. Mom, you gotta watch my daughter. I have to binge Hallmark movies for my job. <laughs> I think it, it it's not something I would do, but I know you enjoy those movies, so I, I thought you would be perfect. I feel like a little bit of a them. fraud because I haven't had time to watch any of them. Oh, but you would make I've been watching Downton Abbey. <laughs> you would make room for a thousand dollars. You find time in the schedule. And I think you would do an amazing job of reviewing the movies, by the way. <laughs> Uh, you write very, very um, poetically on your blog, so I think it would be great. You know, I, on our show notes, we should put last year on my personal blog, CarrieMcKim.com, I did I did what I called Carrie's Half-Ass Hallmark Christmas <laughs> Part 1, and I never got around to writing Part 2 because nothing happened. This year. <laughs> and it was just continuation. Well, it's just kind of fun because you, you think about Hallmark movies, and I try to make, mm-hmm. like, our day-to-day lives here seem... Yes, seem more hallmarky. Our lives are great just the way they are. Small t- living small-town life is awesome. It is. I, I, It has its advantages and disadvantages, but overall, I like small towns. So your bag of 
Bagadoos Corral. Bagadoos, yeah. Corral fits in well because the concert's closer to Christmas. Exactly. Any Hallmark movie will tell you the magic happens closer to Christmas. Perfect. So I don't know why people want to celebrate so early. The Christmas magic really happens yeah, on Christmas Eve. Oh. Day after, the weekend after Thanksgiving, because I, I, from, from a religious standpoint, I have to start with, you know, uh, the season leading up to Christmas, Advent. So that starts I'm, December 1st. I'm a 1st. fan of Advent. I'm a fan of the Catholic in me, Christmas goes and, until Epiphany. And see, I don't agree with the whole taking down the Christmas tree the day after Christmas either. I will leave that sucker up till mid-January if I'm allowed to. Because I, I love Christmas trees. I love the decorations and ornaments that I've been collecting since I was born. And I just love it. I'm a fan. I I'm love a fan. it. And the Christmas lights outside that I get yelled at to take down. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's so pretty. Oh, gosh. So, um, one thing you wanted to um, mention was this month. Well, this month, and specifically November 21st is the actual day. Okay. But Children's Grief Awareness Month and Children's Grief Awareness Day. Which, ironically, all of our kids qualify for. Yeah. If you think about it. I I believe the statistic um, says that one in seven children will lose a parent or a sibling by the age of 20. And I think it's more rarer at my daughter's age to lose a parent. Because you think by the time you get to be a teenager, it's, I hate to say it easier, you have more opportunities to lose a sibling because they might be in car accidents or, I just want to try to pull up. So. I'm not prepared. I I posted, I posted the thing on Facebook at the beginning of the month and I just feel like I should give credit, you know. Proper credit words we do. We do give proper credit, yeah. And it, it's just kind of not something you or I would ever have thought about, you know, in our high school years, our early 20s, that both of us would have kids that would be affected by loss at such young ages. Yeah, your children have known it their whole lives, and my daughter really, exactly. to think about the fact that she lost her father before she could remember. Mm-hmm. And she's just getting to that age, yeah. And the, the statistic came from, and I, I maybe I'll probably share this on social media, this infographic, but it's hashtag Good Grief New Jersey, or NJ, I should say. Okay. Good Grief NJ. Um, I know they have a really good website with resources. Oh, yeah. I'd love for you to link that. But I know for me personally, I get I mean, I can't, I know grief just sucks. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm not trying to diss people whose children went through the loss and can remember it. Yeah. But a pet peeve of mine right now, and I've gotten this from many people, so if you're listening and you're like, I said that, she's calling me out. A lot of people said it. Yeah. Yeah, there's a little bit of sorry, not sorry in there. But I've gotten the whole, well, you have it easy. Your daughter doesn't remember. And it's true. She doesn't remember the trauma of it. She doesn't remember Brian being in the ICU for five months. However, she doesn't have any memories of him to comfort him. You know, I'm not saying that kids who were old enough to remember this Mm -hmm. aren't, you know, that it's not bad. But at least there's some memories there. Where my daughter, I mean, my father's still alive. I can't imagine if yeah, only having memory. No, no memories. I can't imagine, like, somebody in my father's role and only being knowing stories and pictures. Exactly. You know, so it's just, it, 
my daughter lately has been asking lots, lots mm-hmm. more questions about her father. So she's a lot more aware. She's at school. She sees all these other dads. Where I think sure. in daycare, she just never questioned why she didn't have a dad. She just aware of it. Yeah. didn't. But now she's kind of like, I want a dad. Now, have you, um, I don't want to use the word ritual, but have you developed yet any sort of remembrance ceremony ritual with her that you could do yearly to maybe bring out the pictures I know that's hard still for you but I don't do it like yearly I mean his pictures are still up in certain places and we just talk when she feels like it we're not allowed to do the one thing we used to do on his birthday now which was when she was a kid I know I'm probably gonna get flamed for this We'd release balloons because it's a it's a visual that she could you know the balloons yes. are going to heaven even though yes I know they wind know. up somewhere I'm else so okay just one it's only one sorry birds we did that for his first two and then we were back here and it's mm. a, it's illegal here right it wasn't illegal in New York so I didn't break any laws okay just make that clear. But it's like I'm trying to think of a good visual because on his birthday we we release balloons to maybe quote unquote heaven. Maybe that's something you can um, research for next year and help her or have her help you think of something that she would like to do. I don't know. Release doves. I don't know. Release, I don't know. release a homing pigeon. I can get you some homing pigeons from Massachusetts. How's that? <laughs> With a little white bow on it. Um, I know for for my girls. So they they. Um, they never knew their older sister, my firstborn, that passed away when she she was four days old. Um, but something um, Justin and I have done um, every year since uh, they've passed away is we open up her little trunk of things. And I posted on my Facebook, personal Facebook, about it this last year. I actually posted a picture of her box and everything in it for the first time. And I think it's been about two or three years now. Joy first joined us and then Hope. And we go through all of Faith's little box with all her things in it. We didn't have much for her because we knew she was probably not going to make it. But she had a few things of clothing and blankets and whatnot. So every year we get together as a family on the anniversary of her death. And we look through all the little things that were hers while she was alive. And so the girls are... are it's it's kind of actually embarrassingly funny. We'll, we'll be... Um, introducing them to someone new oh you know i'm so so i'm so this is how old we are oh and we have a sister faith who's in heaven and it's like okay and they're like oh i'm so sorry I'm like no no it, it's good this is how they remember her and now they think of her and acknowledge her presence in our family maddie's blurted out in very crowded public places <laughs> my father's dead and then everybody stops and stares at me and it's like hey i, I, I had nothing to do with it <laughs> exactly I had nothing to do. he was sick because the way they stare at me, it's like, no, I didn't do anything. It's like, wait, what? It was just awkward, which I think I covered that in our episode three yep. about about widowhood. Um, awkward moments. Awkward moments. Yeah. So you'll post some nice resources. I don't know if any of our listeners have kids that have been through the grieving process, even with grandparents. I'm sure that. Well, that's the thing. You think that's one in seven for parent and sibling. Then you think grandparents, aunts and uncles. I mean, we're all affected by death. Yes, death can't escape it. As as Forrest Gump's mother said, "Dying's a part of life, Forrest." Oh, nice one there. (laughs) Nice. So you'll post some resources, which I love to be able to provide those for our listeners. 
because we don't know. We don't know who listens out there who might need well, that. And I think about it too. Like my own mother lost her brother as a child. Oh, I didn't know. And that. didn't one of your parents have a sibling? Um, technically speaking, so and this is something I'll cover when I talk more about um, faith. But my grandmother's first baby, we didn't realize passed away at birth or was stillborn. We're not sure which. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't know about that until I lost my daughter and she shared that with me. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, yeah, every generation in my family. So it's, and I now know a lot of widows, so it just, it yeah. seems a lot more common in my, it's amazing that in this day and age, yeah, they, you know, kids are experiencing grief really young and our society doesn't know how to handle grief. Oh no. They That's don't. another topic. for. Another That's day. a topic for another day. So, the Let's topic to for today. <laughs> okay. Which, so, so, visualize this. <laughs> I'm trying to pull up the actual episode number. Sorry, I was in New York this week, so I feel episode like I number didn't. Four. Oh. No, it was episode 11. We discussed self care. Okay. I was like, where are you going with this? All right. I'm oh, sorry. Gotcha. No, no, no. We're all good. We were discussing self-care, yes. and we were talking about, we, we were having trouble with, there was like deep, deep, deep personal, personal versus, um, you know, working on yourself. Superficial, what did we end up calling well, it? Well, external. External, okay. Even though they are related, because you yes. know, if you feel good on the outside, sometimes it trickles in on the inside, and vice versa, if you feel good inside, it right. it flows. But one of the things, as zennials, yep. Um, we're on the older end of Xennial, right. 1977, I was born in 78, is we're now, the oldest Xennials are in our 40s. Woohoo, 40s. And one thing we were talking about is, you know, when you get to be 40, you wake up one day and you're like, ugh, you look in the mirror and you're like, my yep. skin does not bounce back like it used no. to. So when we were teens... Well, when we were teens... What was your skincare routine when you were in high school? This I gotta hear. So, we were thinking, because we were talking about, like, skincare and our problems at this day and age. And then we thought it would be fun to take a trip down memory lane. memory lane. And I feel like, I don't know about you, but I got bad acne. I think I got my first zit when I was eight or nine. Oh, yeah? And yeah, I had bad acne in middle school, but my mm-hmm. acne was not as bad as my brother. So my brother got to go to the dermatologist. What? I didn't go to the dermatologist. And I feel like it was, there was different things, you know, you tried, but I felt like mostly it was Noxzema mm-hmm. and Clarisil. There yep. might have been those oxy pads. That's what I use. I, like I, those little yes. the discs and... That was, I, I was trying to think back when you mentioned skincare today, and I said, what what did I do for a skincare regime back then? And literally, I think I used those oxy pads, and that was it. <laughs> I think that was the, the sole I tried thing different my... things because I had bad acne, though part of it is that I rested my, my chin in my hand, yep. and I, that's where I had a lot of the acne. Yep. Yep, um, yep, yep. What else? Too. There was. I feel like then I moved on to clean and clear. Okay, I might have done some of that, too. Because this high school, when I got a job and I worked in a grocery store, I'd try different cleaning products. Because, I mean, the acne did calm down a little bit, but I feel like I fought acne into my 20s. I still get acne. I'm 40. I'm going to knock on wood. I really... It's a real curse. 
I, I'm lucky. After my 20s, it kind of... So what happened is, I feel like in college, so going into late 90s, in case yeah. anyone's following home on a timeline... Then there was the phase that I used a lot of that, like, St. Ives apricot scrub. And they had a few other cleaners, which now I would never use apricot scrub on my face. Like, that just seems so harsh. Yeah, but that's when the idea of exfoliation, though. (laughs) I didn't get into the exfoliation until a lot later, but I did start getting into... Oil delay. I did get into moisturizing. Oh my and god, sun you're protection. such an old lady. No, I, I just know, feel like But like the, the sun protection became a big deal for me. Well that's that's another funny thing because yeah, I up until recently I was never good about really? putting the sunscreen on my face. I was just careless. Mm-hmm. I mean sometimes the makeup <clears throat> would have it, but I didn't always wear makeup. Mm-hmm. But now I'm religious about putting well now I use well, I'm jumping ahead now. So, so, so skincare timeline yes. for me, a friend of ours became an esthetician for a while. Okay. And she graciously did facials on me and that might've been when my face cleared up a lot. Oh. Cause she said I had a lot of like acne that you couldn't even really see. And I guess oh. they, I, I gotta get a facial done now. I, I just, I know like they squeeze, squeeze out a lot of gunk in yeah. your skin. And I used a fancy skincare line at that point called Dermalogica. Sounds familiar, yeah. And I would even think about going back to it. Mm. I haven't, but I feel like after, I feel like when I hit 30, I stopped breaking out. I seldom get zits now, which you probably hate me. I know. Once in a while, I start to get one, but even when I became a widow, I didn't get bad acne. That's that's jokingly a symptom of being a widow. They say, did you start breaking out when you became a widow? That's yeah, I don't get, I don't break up, but now I feel like my skin, I don't even really feel like I have that many wrinkles. I don't yeah. think my wrinkles are that bad, though. I'm chubby, so maybe they get filled in. Nice and gentle. For me, it's, um, my pores are huge. I probably need to drink more water. Okay. And I, I didn't really have much of a skincare routine. I would use a cleanser. Yeah. Maybe a gentle exfoliant. Because that's the thing, I still exfoliate, but gently and not every day. So when did this change for you? When? I feel like I feel like within the past year either I just know I started paying attention. Yeah. I don't know if it really changed this year or just that I started to really look at myself differently or maybe the lighting's different in Maine than <laughs> <laughs> It's a more direct light. What so, is all that on my face? Here I am in my forties. Okay. And I feel like I have, like, the most extensive skincare routine yes. that I've ever so, had. Share yours, because then I want to give you mine. We'll compare notes Mine, here. I don't have specific brands. I have an Ipsy subscription, sure. so whatever samples fit in the... Yeah. And I also, one of my secrets is I go to TJ Maxx, and they have, like, different serums and stuff. Yeah. I generally, I use micellar water to clean. Micellar water, okay. Um... Oh, wait. If I have makeup on my face, I do use some of those Meissler wipes. Like, okay. you get, like, the makeup remover wipes. Yeah. Because if I'm sitting there with Meissler water, it's going to take all day to get that off. Or I might use my... I do have Neutrogena cl- cleanser. Sometimes okay. I do that. But I get the makeup off my face. Mm-hmm. I put under eye serum with caffeine and peptides because that reduces puffiness. Okay. I do think my under eyes respond to that. I then spritz with rose water okay. to hydrate. I use a brightening serum. Yeah. Whether it has vitamin C or not. 
I definitely use a moisturizer now. Yeah. Is that it? That might be it. Mm-hmm. And then... So five steps, maybe? And then I have a lip exfoliant. Because oh. <laughs> I feel like my lips are dry and yeah. cracked. Yeah, maybe. I... And see, I, I was just doing moisturizer until... Two years ago, so heading into age 39, I wanted to be in the best physical, mental I remember state that. of my life, which worked great. I was in fantastic shape about two, two and a half years ago, and then I injured my back, and well, here I am now. <laughs> I need to get back to it. You can't win them all. Can't win them all, but at the same time, that's when I really um, got into taking care of my skin. And so my routine is um, either a cleansing wipe to get everything clean or um i have a little fingertip exfoliator kind of a rough little club kind of a thing that i will gently exfoliate with and then i have a toner to neutralize it then i have the eye crow's eye wrinkle cream and then i have another cream that's specifically for deeper wrinkles and huh. then yep and a certain brand or do you yes guess? and i don't remember what the brand is but <laughs> I, and I, i'm not sure it's working well i gotta find another deep wrinkle cream so if someone has a really good deep wrinkle cream my forehead wrinkles we will always better. take suggestions we'll take suggestions i don't yeah i don't have a like brand loyalty no i try to steer away from the ones that have parabens though and that's the trouble is i'm finding most of the really highly rated serums for deep wrinkles have parabens in them. Is, and I'm not even saying, sure if I'm saying it right. Um, so I try to avoid that. I try to avoid perfumes. So after that, then I have a brightening serum like you do, um, which I use Aveda products a lot because they're very natural. And then I use uh, Burt's Bees lotion on top of all that. Um, which which that never... company originated in Maine. Yes, I like Burt's Bees. I use a lot of their makeup products. So they sold out to, I don't know who they sold out to. Oh, they to. did? I didn't realize that. I thought they sold. I'm not sure. Um, but I use a lot of their products. I will say their moisturizer is a little sticky. Maybe it's the honey in there. I don't know. <laughs> buzz, it's a little like it's sticky. I don't like it as much as some of the other ones I've used. And it doesn't, that one that I use doesn't have SPF in it. Because um, I do like to have the SPF protection. Well, some of my products, sometimes I do add retinol. Okay. Or I use a moisturizer with retinol. Yes. And with retinol, you need to have sunscreen, too. Correct. So I think that's why whether... I don't use retinol every day, but I do use sunscreen every day. Cause yeah. got to cover that face. you got to take care of it. And it's funny that you mentioned moisturizer, because I avoided moisturizer like the plague for a couple decades, because I was paranoid. Yeah. We mistakenly thought it caused acne. Well, it's funny because I remember as a teenager reading in one of those teen magazines saying, even oily skin needs moisture, and I'm like, hell no! Right. But back then, I think, I mean, there's so many different types of moisturizer, mm-hmm. and, you know, some moisture, you know, what, non-common, I, I never can think of the word, but... I mean, there probably are some moisturizers that are bad for your skin if you're oily, but then there are some that are probably good. Well, and see, what I didn't realize was after you wash your face, I never learned to neutralize what you just washed with toner first, and that's really where you can get the over-oiliness is that 
pH balance is thrown off when you scrub your face and you need to restore that balance with a toner. I had no clue. How did I miss this well, for the, decades? The rose water hydrates after washing right. too. I, I, I enjoy the rose water spritz. Yes, I do love my toner. There again, it's an innovative product. <laughs> but yeah. But, yeah. I'm having more fun varying my skincare routine. Like I said, I have fun. You know, go to TJ Maxx where they have like so many different serums. You can find some high end stuff for inexpensive. Mm-hmm. Just make sure it's not open. So you know. Well, how do we feel about this? So, do you think we take this too far? Do you think it makes us vain, or do we just think at our age we need to start paying attention and taking care of ourselves? I more? think we need to pay attention and take care of ourselves more. Yeah, I would agree. You know this. You know maybe in like our grandmother's day for one thing, and our grandparents' day. There were less impurities in the air. Mm-hmm. But also people, you know, they weren't taking selfies on their cell phone all the time. Like people weren't sitting right. there like, oh, my poor, you know, we maybe, yeah, we are more vain right now maybe. but Maybe, but there's... I, I'm just mad that I squandered my best skincare years where I could have been moisturizing and doing better with sunscreen and stuff. Right. So I'll be telling my daughter, use oh, sunscreen. Yeah. My kids forget it. If you're going out in the sun, you are putting on sunscreen. And um, my daughter, my older daughter, is starting to get a little of the acne. So I tell her, okay, oh my here's gosh, the, the tween washes. Here is my moisturizer. And she'll go in and do it by herself sometimes. But I do have to remind her she's... Not quite at the vain age where she's being, you know, teased at school or other people are teasing each other about the dots on their face yet. Oh my gosh, I got made fun of so bad in middle oh, school. That was sad. like, you know, we went to middle school during the time of Saved by the Bell where Zach had that episode with Zid Off. Like oh he still has Zid Off and then everybody had bright red faces. Oh, I've forgotten that episode. <laughs> and I, I remember being made fun of and... I can still remember his name, but I'm not going to say it. But he would tell me I needed zit off. Oh, oh no! And I, I was sad and self conscious, and well, I have to which say, is why I still have low self esteem. No, <laughs> a part of me does. But see, we recognize my this. inner middle schooler yes. is a little wounded, but we recognize it, and we are going to take help our daughters take better care of their skin. So that they don't have to go through all this. Well, the thing that's amazing living in this this digital age yes. that we did not have growing up. We had health class, whatever our parents may have told us. Commercials. And, and commercials and like teen magazines. Right. Where now you can look up any product oh and there's a whole plethora. Gosh, there's yes. reviews on YouTube, people talking on YouTube about this specific product. Look, that's well, crazy. as I said earlier in the episode, Dr. Dre, the dermatologist yes, exactly. go, who takes her little camera into CVS and looks through all the ingredients. Yeah. You know, you didn't have that kind of education. The information is out there. Same so. thing on our beauty stuff. I was so it, it can get overwhelming. There. That's why I try to look at like a fun, like, oh, I'm just going to try this here. And I don't get, I try not to be overwhelmed because I'm like, right. well, if it's that bad, I just will get mad that I waste the money, throw it away. And, mm-hmm. you know, for me, it's, I don't know, it's not a vanity thing. I just feel better about myself when I take good care of the one body I get. And skin is your largest organ. Yes, there you go. <laughs> Perfect. I like that reasoning. <laughs> it's a it's a scientific fact. 
It's a scientific fact. Yep, we gotta take care of that skin. It's the organ that covers our whole body and protects our body. Exactly. And, oh, I know the Thesenium Mom podcast science lesson. There you go. Well, can you think of anything else to cover tonight? Or, I know, it's getting late and we're both driving because tomorrow's Monday. Oh, Monday. Monday. Manic Monday. I'm hoping for a better week this week than last week because, boy, is my energy flagging. (laughs) Uh, I'm just, I'm feeling good. Yeah. I'm feeling good. So next week, we'll have an All Things Thanksgiving. Is that our plan? Yeah, and I'm All excited because right. I love Thanksgiving We're going to have to, oh, we should grab some of our favorite recipes to share online, maybe. Ooh. We'll have to think about that. You know, one of these years, not this year, we're going to do Friendsgiving, and yes. we're going to play Cards Against Humanity, and it's going to be fun. Oh, I always wanted to play Cards Against Humanity. <laughs> oh, I'll have to get a few people. Maybe Two Dog Amy will play with us. <laughs> that sounds bad. Amy with two dogs. Amy with two dogs. <laughs> two dog Amy. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Well, I think that's it for this week. I think we need to wrap it up with with our non-Hallmark hunk, Scott Holmes. Yes. And hopefully I'll have it playing right. Our reach for success. Have a great week, everyone.